What coffee is that anyway? Oh, Freddo. Yeah, those are really interesting, actually. Is it? Anyway, um, enough about coffee. Um, welcome to the Ramblings of the South Stand podcast. Um, we are streaming on Twitter. Um, and yeah, it's just going to be a brand new podcast, um, which we're going to discuss everything Leeds United, really. Um, I have a guest alongside me, Ian. Um, hey, Connor. And we're going to be discussing everything Leeds United, really. Um, so yeah. Just wanted to start really with um, the new manager, the new man in charge, uh, Paul Eckingbottom. What do you make of him? Well, we've only had one game so far and it's not been a big success uh-huh. today, has it? So, I mean, no. It's, it's early doors, really, Connor. Yeah. Just go out and see. I mean, I must admit, I don't know a great deal about him. No, I think that's that's been a problem with a lot of Leeds fans, hasn't it? They don't know. I think a McCarthy or a Pearson would have been a better shout in terms of. No, we knew it is. Yeah, well, I was thinking, you know, what was he had about two years, two years experience with Barnsley. Yeah. Uh, came from the academy. I think, to be honest with you, I've had enough of uh, young managers. You know, we had Monk, didn't we? And then we went on to Christiansen, somebody I'd never heard of. And to be honest with you, mm. I've never heard of Eckingbottom either. No. But so I was thinking more really, you know, underwhelmed when they pointed him. I preferred maybe a Pearson or somebody like that. Somebody with a bit of a head on them. Yeah. You who know, his way around the leagues. So it's a bit of a gamble, but I mean now that is here, we've really got to get behind him and give you know make sure that we give him Definitely. the best kind of support we can, really. Yeah, I mean his achievements are quite impressive. To be fair, um, I think we were discussing it, weren't we, earlier? Well, yeah. in the past couple of week, uh, past couple of days, really, about his achievements at Barnsley. So he's got them to Wembley twice. Um, he's won the Johnston's Paint Trophy, which obviously we never managed to win, um, and he's got them promoted in the first season that he took charge of uh, Lee Johnson's team um, who were 18th at the time then he took them over and they uh, they went on a I think it was a 13 game winning streak which yeah. is pretty impressive yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah you can see the credentials there and you can see what Rad Razan is going for but do you reckon it's what we need at the minute? Well I don't I mean, the thing is that when I got to I mean you told me a little bit about his history down at Barnsley and his relationship with Leeds yeah. and that was the first thing that really put me off because I remember Warnock and he never really warmed to Leeds you know we all we all knew that he hated Leeds and mm. I got a little bit about this with uh, Heckingbottom as well so you know I think he, he really needs to be um, I wouldn't say a Leeds fan It's a bit more empathetic but a little bit more em- empathy with the fans <laughs> yeah. because he needs to have the fans on board at the end of the oh, day definitely. so I think he's yeah. got a, I think he's got a tricky job right, mm. right at the start he's got to turn it around pretty quick because we know what the fans are like mm, yeah, so I was, yeah so he's he was saying about that he was saying that he um he said that Leeds fans used to kick smoke out of him, is what he used to say. Yeah. Um, behind his behind his mum's house, uh, Leeds fans used to kick smoke out of him and used to tell him about how big Leeds were in comparison to Barnsley, and he never used to like that. So, yeah, it's, it's one of those things where I think we all saw that and we jumped the gun a little bit, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, I just worry a little bit about the owners as well, to be honest with you, because I sometimes wonder, do they really know what the, what, what, what's going on here? You know, that they talk about, about having empathy with the fans and mm-hmm. it's a fan-based club. You know, and that you look at an appointment like this, and it, it worries me a little bit because you know here's somebody who, who's why why would he come to Leeds? He's just signed a contract mm. with Barnsley, three or four days before he decides to come to Leeds, mm. and then all of a sudden he's, he's, he's jumping ship and and he's and he's coming to a club that supposedly he doesn't like. Well, he said, uh, yeah. Is it, is it, yeah. What, what's the reasoning behind that? When you know, just three or four days before, he was quite happy to sit down and negotiate a new contract and talk about 
you know, bringing new players into his club, you know, and let's face it, he's always supported Barnsley. Mm. And the next thing is, is, is signing for the arch, arch enemy. You know, is, is this a win-win situation all, all around, you know, as far as Hicking Bottom's concerned? Yeah, it's a weird one. You know, if he, get, if he gets the sack, you know, he ends up getting his contract paid off and he's mm. had a big payday. Yeah, I mean, it's only an 18th month contract and I think everyone around the club was expecting maybe a three-year contract. Yeah, well, that's um, what I'd have gone with, Connor. You know, yeah. I think if they'd have really felt that they had the right man, let's face it, they gave Christiansen two years. Mm. You know, why would they get, you know, that all of a sudden want to get rid of Christiansen? He's not done the job they expected. They go down the road, take a high, highly respected coach, by all accounts. Yeah, all well, journalists are saying to him offer, mm. to offer him a, a, an, an even worse deal than they did the previous fella. Mm, well, Hackingbottom, he came out and said that... Um, he sees it as a challenge having an 18 month contract because he reckoned um, all contracts in football are short anyway it doesn't regardless it doesn't really matter if you've got a contract here and there does it because you're going to get the sack you're going to get the sack sort of thing after a well, I guess windless all couple of games is that he just wants to enhance his reputation and yeah. he sees this as a step up the ladder I mean so he's brought up, so. I mean with the influx of January signings I mean we had Tyler Roberts for 2.5 million Forshaw I think was 2.5 plus add-ons yeah. and um I can't forget who the final one was. It was just Idaguchi, I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Idaguchi yeah. obviously were loaned out. Um, but there's been a lot of uh, transfers into the under-23s. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fin- a strange one as well. Yeah, is it? it is a strange I'm, one. I'm trying to learn from Chelsea because obviously they're looking at, at uh, revenue streams at Chelsea, mm, aren't they? Possibly. They're investing an awful lot in the younger players and loaning players out is oh. that something that we're looking at I really don't understand where they're coming from well if not I mean the, the other side of the coin is obviously if he's looking to develop those players then sell them on when they're in the first team you know he did it at Barnes it was Stones John Stones he brought him to the academy and then Alfie Mawson as well who's now playing Swansea at centre half he was uh, developed through Heckingbottom as well but you know the, the, the big thing for that is I remember when we played him last season um, I don't think I've ever seen a more dominant 3-2 win for a, uh, an opposition club really um, and you look at the team they had playing that day and uh, 8 of the 11 were sold on within yeah. 12 months of him being there and you think about that with the Leeds squad if that was to happen now you know I mean would we get anywhere near I suppose at the end of the day victory for Barnsley this year would have been staying up wouldn't it well, I think it still is yeah. all of your team yeah. so Although they're in 21st, and mm. you know, when, when it's time for us, I think they were in 21st and uh, we were in 10th. Um, you think, why would you go for a manager who's performing markedly worse than our manager? But I suppose when you look at those facts, he's actually doing quite well. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll, we'll just have to see. You know, hopefully, we'll be able to look at these academy kids. Leeds have spent an awful lot of money on them and see maybe one or two of them, or maybe the, ca- uh, uh, the calibre of uh, Roberts. Let's face it, he's only 19. And you may be looking at that and thinking, you know, is there one or two of these people that might be able to step up in these last few weeks of the season? Because mm. I think, to be honest with you, it's gone. I think yeah, we've got maybe mm. one more game to go against Bristol where we might be able to do something. If we don't do something, then it really is gone. And then maybe if the fans and the club can come on board and they can be a little bit more empathetic, it gives them a chance to maybe blood some of these kids in yeah. and really come up with some sort of form with real investment in the summer for next season. Yeah, you'd hope so. I mean, I think we were talking about that earlier, weren't we, about the investment in the club and the fact that we spent £9 million in January. You would expect um, maybe five players, really, for the first-team squad to push them along, which is obviously what we didn't have with Monk when we got Mo Barrow and 
Pedraza in that January transfer window where we yeah. didn't really invest. We thought we may have learned from our mistakes, and we, we, you know, we may well have done. But the problem is, obviously, we're eleventh now in comparison yeah. to last season's fifth at this point. Um, yeah, and that is a problem. But do you think we could gather some momentum till the end of the season and maybe make a late push? Uh, well, it's possible. It's possible, Cam. I think let's get a win on Saturday. You know, let's really get behind uh, the team, the manager. Yeah. Let's make it a real pos- positive um, atmosphere at Ellen Road on Saturday. We get a win against Bristol, then there's every chance that we could build up a little bit ahead of steam. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah. You know, I think at the end of the day, as long as the fans can see that things are moving in the right direction, if we don't get into the top six this year, and they can see there is, he's made a real positive impact on the team then, you know, let's see what, what happens in the close season and mm-hmm. maybe we can move on and push. For me, for me, Connor, it's all about not, not next season or the season after. For me, this is like a... To plan a five-year plan. plan. It's a five-year plan. I don't yeah. see Leeds really, in all honesty, getting back into that top flight unless we have some serious... Yeah, would you want to? I don't know if I'd want to at the minute, to be honest. I suppose there's always an argument. You get up, you get up, you, you get... You Parachute know, you get the riches yeah. of the Premier League, you come back down. I mean, mm. I'd always say going up and coming back down... I mean, you want stability, but mm. let's face it, money makes the uh, the game go around nowadays. Yeah, it? it does. See it with Wolves and Villa at the yeah. minute, don't you? So invest I think, in you know, it. if we can really get up ahead of steam, we can start to beat a few of these uh, uh, clubs above us at the moment. That's going to that's the key, a really positive atmosphere yeah. on the road. And maybe think, we can build some, yeah. even if we finish in the same position as we did last year. You know, I think at the moment, the way we're playing, that would be seen as a, as a bit of a victory. Mm. I think... Yeah, I think uh, Heckingbottom was saying earlier on that the positive thing at the minute is he sees it as there's fixtures around us, which are tough, and he says that everyone's saying to him, fixtures are tough, this game's tough, this game... We, we know it's all tough as fans, and it's been extra tough without size, obviously, but the positive about it is there might be tough fixtures, but if you can pick points off the teams around you, aka the Bristol Cities, the Derbys... That's it. The Brentfords. These are the teams in a way, Connor, that we want to be playing right now because mm. we can pick points off these teams. These teams that are above us, we really need to be playing them at mm. this point in time. Instead yeah. of relying on other teams to beat them, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, so the reckon he's a young, dynamic, aggressive manager. I think you could. I mean, obviously, you didn't watch the game against Sheffield United, did you? But I think when I was watching it, when you kind of analyse it as a whole really I think you could tell that there was a difference we were speaking about this today and I think you could tell there was a little bit of a difference I mean yeah. it's difficult when you're 1-0 down in 114 seconds but I think there is definitely a difference I think there's, they were more aggressive um, especially defensively I think there was more of a high press and you could tell there was a little bit more of a calming you know, influence on the squad. Maybe that is, maybe that is hacking bottom. Maybe it's just the players playing for that new manager and trying to prove themselves, which they should be doing anyway. Um, but I thought the second half leads were much better. Um, like you know, aggressive going forward this time. And we were saying to you this morning that they're the leads. They've got this this um, consistent style of play where they just play backwards, and it's it's got to be down to a confidence thing. Because yeah, it's, it's, it's confident playing on the front foot and going forward, isn't yeah, it? It's confident. Yeah. And you see that with the likes of Forshaw, the likes of Saiz, who are just a cut above everyone else, who are able to just get it on the get it on the back foot and just drive teams forward. And that is that, that boils down to confidence, doesn't it? That's the difference that, that Heckingbottom could make, you know, over these next few weeks. Mm. You know, the difference that, you know, it, that they're all very able players. You know, Roger Zanis said the same. You know, this group of players should be doing better than they have been doing. 
and maybe it was the approach of the previous manager that was wrong. You know, it'd be interesting to see how well they do play over the next few weeks in terms of the positive impact he can make on, on terms of psychology on the players. You know, and if he can really go into the heads and start to let's start to believe in, in yourself, let's start to push forward, let's start to try and pass the ball, let's try and dominate the position, let's really try and take the game to them rather than them taking the game towards whether or we're at home away. Let's start let's start seeing some of the flashes of what we saw you know, in the first few weeks of the season when we Definitely. started to get a yeah. few wins under our belt and all of a sudden that head of steam was built up and mm. we've been very positive and we could beat anybody. Well, it's the, the, I think the positive as well with Hecking... If, if Hecking Bottom could, could show us some of that again with this group of players yeah. because we've had it once. We had it, didn't well, we? Well, it'd be nice. start the season. It, There's no yeah. reason why you shouldn't be able to capture that and, and, and reignite something here. Well, they'd be nice with the younger players, wouldn't it? As well, yeah. You look at the J. Roy Grot, who's kind of been isolated and yeah. not really, not really treated in the, the right way. But yeah, you I mean, said the same with Klitsch. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, Klitsch. He's come out with comments yeah. about the fact that he was never really given a chance. You know, the previous regime, mm, yeah. there he's playing at the top level in Holland. Okay, we know that could be the second level here in England, but maybe, you know, if Klitsch had still been here, who knows? You know, this yeah. manager may well have seen something in that was worthwhile giving him a chance. I think the big one for me as well is obviously with Saeed's been out, the, the, the main two at the start of the season, Marim and Alioski, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Hernandez was, you know, he's always going to be that creative spark, but we really thought with Alioski he'd be the one to push on. I mean, we've seen it with Saeed's, but yeah. Alioski again at the weekend, just stupid, stupid bicycle kicks in daft places, erratic crossing. Um, fouls he, he looked unfit as well and it's it's becoming a consistent theme now um, yeah. with him and it it really is it's a it's a stage of the season where you think to yourself you know do you, do you get him out the side and then maybe put a, a Sacco or a Tyler Roberts in and then rest him and then fight for his place a little bit maybe he's become I a little bit so. comfortable I think so yeah. let's make him hungry again and, yeah. you know, and I'm sure this manager from what from what I hear about him you know like I said I don't know an awful lot about the fella but I'm sure, you know, he's going to see that very quickly. People say he's got a very keen eye. He's going to see, what he's going to see these players and what they can give him. And he'll be looking at people like Alioski and be thinking, yeah, OK, I've given him one shot. You know, maybe I should be letting him, uh, you know, just take a bit of a backseat and press on and try with somebody else. I'm Definitely. sure we'll see that very soon. Yeah, we've had that with the... Uh... The under twenty threes were doing really well at the minute. With uh, the beat, not I think the beat Nottingham Forest five one last week, and there's yeah. that. I think, forgive me if I'm wrong, but Tom Pierce is a winger, um, and he bagged one that game, and it was a brilliant goal. But you think to yourself, if Eckingbottom's had successes with Stones and Mawson and a lot of youth yeah. youth players in the Barnsley ranks and stuff like that, if I mean I'm not saying it is a dead season now, and I mean it's going to be a tough ass for the rest of the season, but maybe. Start to bed some of that youth I within the squad. Maybe Cohen what will do is he'll probably wait until the you know until it's until it's over. Dying embers, yeah. Yeah, until it's absolutely over, we've got no chance. And then he's really going to start to look at some of these players. If he thinks they've got the value, they've got the worth, they can make it in the first team, I think that's when he's going to start to play them. So maybe I think what what we've got is it is it maybe 13, 14 games left in the season. Yeah, I think it's thirteen. So yeah. if it's gone in seven games time and there's no chance of us making the playoffs. That makes yeah, sense, doesn't it? To yeah. start looking at some of these lads and putting them in. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, I think regarding it's it's a it's a big kind of talking point with Leeds fans as well um, with uh, the recruitment boss Victor Orta. But I think I put it out on Twitter the other day, and I, I think 
he's not doing that bad of a job because I think what people forget about that kind of like sporting director role is it's not just recruitment you know there's it's like a multifaceted role there's a lot of other roles that he's trying to play in this yeah. and I think the changes that we've seen at Ellen Road um, are massive and especially within the academy um, I've seen in light of Ian Hart's comments with the, the foreign foreign yeah. kind of influx yeah. of players but it looks like it's having a nice little blend at the minute Um so yeah, I mean, what do you think to his job? Do you think he's doing a half decent job? Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, I, I personally think, you know, I mean, the soccer's had an awful lot of um, grief. Grief, hasn't oh, it? yeah, I've given him quite a bit as well. Yeah. And, and I think, I think you'd look at that kind of player, mm. you know, maybe twelve months ago. Well, he was cracking in the weekend. He was cracking. Yeah, it was, wasn't he? Brilliant but, but player. Remember, it wasn't it wasn't that long ago that he was knocking on the door of the first team for the Germans. Germans, yeah, yeah. In the last World Cup. Mm. It was only injured that ruled him out. So why why wouldn't you look at a player like the Saga and think well why shouldn't he thrive mm. in the championship why should he, he just looks that? unfit though doesn't he I, I feel like every time he's you know he's closing players down or he's doing this he's doing that I feel like he's he's well, unfit but then he's got missing. maybe maybe yeah. that the spark is hecking bottom but maybe then you can see but you can see maybe that the Saga is yeah. a bit chilled out you know maybe he needed to, needed to be a little bit more up Saga yeah. in terms of training and what he needed to be but you can doing. see what he can do you can see what he does especially with that at the weekend and he missed a couple oh, of chances it's superb, but, wasn't it and, yeah. and the goals that have gone in this season for he's got what about maybe 7 or 8 now yeah I think like he's got that. 7 in he's 14 some, he's got I think some real goals hasn't he you know Crawled that one at Millwall just a couple of weeks ago. It's a goal a game, isn't it? But obviously it's not a goal a game, but you know, statistically. Yeah, so so it probably is almost, isn't it? But but you know, I think in terms of also, I mean I mean Saiz, what Alioski, Lasaga, mm. one of these players, um, I mean, okay, what's Kabiki, he's not really had much of a look in. But but you know, for me, you know, you could see why you'd look at those players and you'd think they'd be able to fit in a decent championship team and do well with the right kind of coaching yeah. so has he done a good job I mean the players look pretty decent to me maybe they just needed that extra bit of spark extra bit of push and we should be in a little bit better position than we are you know and so at the end of the day Connor you know this this whole thing about appointing uh, Hecking Bottom it may well pay off you know there's somebody who's uh, an English lad he knows what the league's about he's played in them yeah. you know and he properly understands understands what's needed mm. you know and maybe you know, this is this is going to work for us. Yeah. Um, what about the future then? Is it going to be kind of a dead Leeds United? I mean, we're going to do a little bit, a few more of these podcasts, but you think it's going to be a dead Leeds United? Or, I mean, I had the five-year plan there. Do you think there's going to be I, I think, heavy I investment? Think I, I, you can only hope that, Connor, can't you? Mm. Know? I, mean, I mean, it's fantastic that we've got an owner that really cares about Leeds. You know, we're a proper club now. You know, just look back 12, 18 months ago, you know, we, we, didn't, we didn't own the ground. You know, we, we were in... Debt. That's the big one. To spend decent amounts of money on players. Mm. You know, who'd have believed that you'd have spent nine nine million quid in the transfer window? That never would have happened just a short time ago. So now we're in a great position. So he's not. He's only been here 12, 15 months, something like that. Yeah. Who knows? You know, I can only assume that he's working away in the background and he's and he's maybe trying to bring investors in. Yeah. If we get that. You know, this club can go can go as far as any other club. It's gold mine, it's isn't certainly it? as big as Man City. Mm. Maybe not now in terms of histor- uh, historical status. We're as big as them. We're as big as Everton. We should be up there in my mind, challenging the top six in the Premier League. Mm. You know, we get that investment. There's no reason why we can't do that. No, but really, but it really does come down to that. But revert. Might get one team in three from the Championship every year that gets up there through coaching. It was probably Huddersfield last year. They didn't really have any money. 
they got up there, maybe they were lucky, maybe everything just fell into place, who knows? It always seems to be one out of three clubs that go up. But yeah, I think if you're going to want to get up in that league, you really do need money, don't you? What's your, what's your view on the uh, the kind of suspension at the minute? I think I think we've got we've got Berardi out. We've got it's just bad luck in it. Really, we've got Berardi out. Um, well, I said to you a few weeks ago, that Phillips. Was the manager's fault. Do you remember? Yeah, it was the manager's fault. You disagreed with me on that, mm. and it is the manager's fault. You know, yeah, we're in a position where we've got four or five players that have been sent off. I think yeah, I think it's consecutive games. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen with this fella. I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid decision making, but I think possibly like the indiscipline, the fight. I don't know if any fines went on. I'm not, I'm not sure what went on, but like you look at the performance at the weekend. If we're reverting back to that and the suspensions, I'm not sure with that performance, especially from the back line, who I thought were brilliant at the weekend. Um, I'm not sure you get a Liam Cooper getting back into that side or even a Berardi. I know he's a fan's favourite, but I'm not sure he gets if I thought Dallas was superb, Mr. Reliable as he always is, and I'm not sure you can kind of break that back line. Well, maybe the, the, the manager will look at the ammo that he's got, Connor, you know, and he'll look at the back line and what he can work with. And maybe those two players you've mentioned may have a chance because he doesn't have much money in terms of resources, so they may well have to play a part. But certainly I'd be looking at those two I mean we all like Berardi of course um, but I'd be looking at those two and thinking that both of them have been sent off one of them's a captain twice already this season yeah it's not and on is it be looking at themselves very very seriously and thinking mm. why are they not thinking of the team mm. you know and really he should be thinking about those two and thinking well you've got a point to prove to get back in the mm. team it's crazy that it's 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 sticking with Dallas for right back. It's crazy with the uh, indiscipline though, isn't it? Because you you even look at an O'Kane, and O'Kane was the one who was dressing down Saez after the spitting incident, and and then suddenly there's a you know he comes the next the next day and there's a you know there's a headbutt on an Ipswich player, and you think, and then there's Berardi. Obviously, I know Berardi got booked, but it's a stupid yeah. challenge on uh, the Cardiff player. I think it was Hoyler, and then. Another and it, yeah, it's a continuation of things, but possibly I'm hoping anyway with Hecking Bottom with a, a full squad. I mean, it's depleted at the minute, but a full squad. I'm hoping he can turn it around. And I think with I was saying this earlier on Twitter. I think and I was saying it to you, wasn't I? When I'm really impressed with Farshaw. Yeah. And um, I think he's the first player we've had in a long time. Yeah. Who will go receive the ball. He always wants the ball. He always wanted the ball at the weekend. And I think sometimes that can be the difference between Phillips, O'Kane and a player like him. Um, I think Phillips does do a lot and I think fans scapegoat him a little bit and he's only young. But I think O'Kane, I think he was very lucky to get in the squad. And you, and you saw it at the weekend, you know, with, with, a, with a daft header which gave the first goal away. And then he might not have made contact, but as you always say, you know, you, you kind of, you go in for a tackle you're always going to give the referee a decision to make and the referee favoured yeah. the home side. I think I think Phillips has always got to be a plus point, hasn't he, really, this Definitely, year? Definitely, yeah. You know, because yeah. he was a bit of a, a you know... A, Liability. Yesterday's yeah. man last year, wasn't yeah. he? And nobody really saw a massive future for him. He was always a bench man, if that. You know, look at him this season, he was really conscious.